Hello everyone, uh, Sun here, and uh, I'm going to release a double feature again. I think it's like the third or fourth one that I released, uh, two at the same time on the same day. Um, it's uh, First one is uh, the return of uh, recurring guest Rene Rivero, where we had dinner yesterday at my house, uh, fondue, peppers, and wine, and like uh, we got into all things like... Um, what is it? Um, oh yeah, that's right. Recounting, uh, recalling Roastmaster General Jeff Ross for the second time, which, but with uh, our friend, my friend, uh, Outrageous Bagel, owner and manager, Bob Sandler, Robert Adam Sandler. Yeah, I know, it's funny, haha. <laughs> Coincidences, right? Um, and uh, it was my way of making up to Renee for him missing out on Red Hot Chili Peppers concert on August 30th at the Hard Rock Stadium, so you're welcome, Ren. And, uh, what else? We got into, like, uh, we were all over the place with, uh, let's see, time travel, um, the universe, uh, how big it is, and how the, the infinite wonders of it, and how small and insignificant our lives are. Um, superpowers, parallel universes, uh, extraterrestrial life forms, uh, para um, multiverses, um, you know, so conspiracies and stuff. Basically, uh, your typical Joe Rogan, uh, babble on his podcast, uh, but, um, well, this was recorded, um, on my iPhone, so, uh, bear with me now as I, uh, play this, it's, I think it's the longest one that we've done, Renee and I, it's like, it's an hour and 49 minutes long, so, uh, I hope it's worth it, I, I don't know, but, um, thanks again, Ren, so, uh, let's, uh, get to it, and in the meanwhile, I'm gonna take a shower and do whatever the, yeah, so here's episode, uh, 115 with Renee Rivero joining the five-time, the five-timers club. Uh, here we go. Mm. How do the peppers taste? Are they spicy? Mm. No, they're not spicy. Can they're I really eat the tasty. pepper? They're pretty tasty. Uh, let's see. This isn't a habanero, is it? No. No, they're not spicy. They're sweet. Mm. They're delicious. Alright, alright. Where did you get these? Yeah, Publix, really? Mm -hmm. They're in a little bag. They're from Poland. From Poland? Yeah, well, I'm not on that diet yet, so let's just go all ready. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what was your diet? I'm going to go on a diet soon. Oh, really? What kind of diet is it? Uh, probably just do the old, the no-carbs thing like I always do. No, I'm gonna do. Going on Atkins? Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. Hey, you know, Atkins, same thing. Hey, that's what Rob Lowe sponsors. That's the diet he's on. Uh, Penn Gillette, he went on this diet where it was mm -hmm. all, uh, you know about his diet? Well, he lost a lot of weight. 105 pounds, yeah. I think. Uh, no yeah, potatoes that are unsalted, unbuttered, not boiled. Wait, maybe boiled or baked. You can have them either way, but no salt or butter. I don't know how it works, but in two weeks, I think he lost like 105 pounds. In two weeks. So this is a very Joel you Furman, know, that's French the guy's or Swiss family dinner. Mm. Bread, cheese. 
since this is the fifth time you've been on this. I'm a five-timer! When the five-timers club? Or was that for was that for SNL only? Nah. That was also on, uh, I think David Letterman had that, or um, or Johnny Carson had the five-timer thing. Well, I thought, for, I discovered it was on SNL. But I think there was a, I, I know it was on SNL, but I think there was also, like, I think yeah. also that these guys did it on, um... First time I saw it was, uh... Do you, you want the salad? Yeah. See the lipstick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my god! He doesn't do that often. Right? I don't know why. <laughs> uh, one time I walked into the room and saw him doing that. It seems like his hips are just fine. <laughs> You're a fine boy. <laughs> Where are you? He's under the table. You heard what I said, Mariana? What? I said that I think his hips are just fine. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god, that was great. He did it again. 
And he told a story but about... But he put a twist on it. It was really good. His Nana. His dog, Nana. Yeah, that's a good one, Remember too. that story? He uh-huh. told about his dog with the cancer and all he that. He definitely stuff. repeated it a lot, but it was so fun. Well, here's a new twist. He added uh, Will Smith, the Chris Rock, the slap, the Oscar slap. The Oscar slap. Uh, well... Yeah. Yeah, you said like um. He's, he's just a funny. He's just a the funny. jokes on Jada because I have alopecia and I too am starring in GI Jane too. <laughs> he said that. Can I have one? Yeah. Okay. Really if you're listening to us, it's it's, it's just paraphrasing. Here's something. I was he's doing. Not the, copy. I was doing the same thing. Free. That's what I was doing. We were we were watching him do his act. I was paraphrasing uh-huh. because I had heard his stuff in advance. I'm sorry, man. I noticed you were getting pissed off. No, I wasn't pissed off. I'm just like, you know, because other people were around you and, and you were, and you were, you know, you had already heard his bit. Like, and so like, you well, know. I heard him doing on Conan and like, uh, so he was, Bill so Mars podcast. people upset or what? No, no, no. I was just saying, because I didn't Zanti want to. was, you know, when we were at the table, you know, there's people very close together. Oh. And, and, and Jeff Ross is saying his bit and he's seen Jeff Ross on <laughs> Netflix in person. You know, like, you so know, so he knows, he knows some of his routine. Uh, you can't repeat that song. So, like, there's people, that, there's, so. people, there's people around uh, that haven't never seen it, you know, and then, uh, so, so, like, you know, it's like, so, so, Santi was, like, finishing his, uh, his, 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 you know, his, um, like, punchlines. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, and after a while, I was like, hey, Santi, you know, you gotta keep it down because, you know, you don't want to, you know, yeah. you know, you don't want me, people are gonna get upset if you, if you keep repeating, you know, what he's gonna say before he says it, you know? So, whatever. I'm just like Santiago. Yeah, it's all right. Whatever. Did you stop? No harm, no foul. Yeah, no harm, no. Yeah, yeah. Of course, did. Yeah, I kind of mouthed it though, but like underneath my mouth. Yeah. And like, but here's like his new bits. Uh, was like the depths of Gilbert Gottfried. And like, well, the death of Gilbert Gottfried. Like, Mm -hmm. we lost so many great people. Norvik, we lost Bob Saget, Gilbert Gottfried, and Will Smith in the same year. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> because Will Smith's career died this year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but when we got to roast him, when he got ro- when we got on stage. Yeah, and- yeah, no, and then he, I mean, the best part, of course. I mean, the, I mean, he really. I thought, I thought, what is he gonna say about me? You know, like I'm like the most normal looking Miami Cuban guy. Like the best thing he could probably do is like say like, oh, you look like every other Cuban guy in Miami. I mean, pretty much that's what I, I mean, that's what I was expecting him to say. Oh, it is. He said, he said, hey, you, you two look like the Boston Bombers. And I was like, I thought that was just hilarious because I do look like the older, your older brother. Yeah, you, know? you do. And then like, and then like, you know, and then, and you look like, you know, the young guy, you know. I know. Who's on the cover of Rolling Stone. Well, I noticed. <laughs> I was trying to point it out. Uh, I was just pointing out to him that I was, uh, I tried, I wanted to, in honor of the occasion, I wanted to look like his roast buddy, David Tell. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You black. didn't tell him that. You told him that. Yeah, he said, "Well, yeah, I can see that you're li- because you're wearing your suitcase. Oh, wait, guys. You're oh. wearing your luggage. Is you're wearing that? your luggage on you. Yeah. That's not. That's not today's. That was yesterday's clo- luggage. That I don't know. No, you. What did he say to you? He said something like, "When you said that, he said you are. Um, what did he say about the about, about your about your clothes? Oh, so you got to dress. You got to dress like a normal guy. You mean?" Uh. I can't remember. He said something show. like that. Yeah, he was. Oh, you mean you got to dress like a normal guy? Because you had like, you had jeans, t-shirt, hat, you know. Well, I had my cigarettes with me too. Yeah, yeah. Well, because well. David Tell, unlike Jeff Ross, he all, after like a set, he like goes to a party with other people, like hang out, like. Uh, okay. But David Tell, 
He always goes out to the front of the club and smokes a cigarette and looks at his flip phone. Okay. A flip phone. Oh my God. Have you ever seen him live? No, I've never seen David Tell live. Okay. I wish I could. I just saw you, and both of you, you're right. You're both wearing, like, you have this beard and you have the mustache. Like, you have a full. We look like terrorists. (laughs) (laughs) We do. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, if we were, were, you know, I mean, if. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, they, they kind of look like me, you know. I mean, they have the Mediterranean features, you know. We all look, you know. Mediterranean. Yeah, man, I get mistaken for Jew. I get mistaken for Arab. I get mistaken for... Yeah, I get mistaken for all that. All you know. There's a very small step between middle, being, looking Middle Eastern and looking terrorist, okay? That's exactly what I look like. Yeah, the Irish are Yeah, but they're not, you know, yeah, come on, they're not your traditional terrorists, you know, la, 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 you know, I got a, I got a Habibi, you know, I got a whatever, no, you know. Well, what would an Irish terrorist, <laughs> what's their purpose, I mean, like, what would they be like? Irish terrorists? Yeah, the Irish Republican Army. Man, um, you know, um, uh, they're, they're really not around anymore, um, you know, they basically made their peace, I mean, if they are around, they're mostly like, um, they're, they're basically, uh, like mafioso kind of, you know, organized crime. No, I can kind of that. like the, those are the guys who are still kind of in, in that whole scene. But um, there's no like the Irish Republican um, Army that used to exist. That, that you know they signed a treaty with the English government uh, back in I don't know what was it like ninety something. Ah, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. Yeah, this is why. Right, you're still not. I mean, if you still if you were to Belfast and you wear. Um, in the sixties? No, if you go to if you go to uh, if you go to um, Dublin and you walk around in an orange shirt, it's probably not advisable. Why not? What is orange? Orange is, is the color of the uh, of the Protestants. What? And green is the color of the of the uh, the drunk of the of the drunks. Yes, of the Catholics. No, they're oh, no, they're both drunks. <laughs> Don't get the Irish wrong. They're both drunks. <laughs> Whether you're one for one side or the other, you're drunk. No. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean. I mean, when I went to Ireland, I remember walking into the, you know, right into the, uh... Oh, I didn't go to Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Twice. I went, and, I, and one time I went there, I'm like, I walk, I, I mean, it was like, it was like, it was like 11 or 12. I just, I was just like, I just got up from my hotel. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go have a Guinness, you know, whatever. So I pop into the local pub. There's like 30 people in there. And none of them, they're not like old or anything. I mean, there's some of them were, but how is this like the middle of the day? And it wasn't like, it wasn't like an area, you know, like that was touristy. It was like, you know, neighborhood. Okay. And this was a neighborhood pub. And it was full. And these people were on the dole, apparently. The government, apparently they take their government check and they go to the, you know, and they go to the, the, they they just go, I guess they were unemployed. Unemployment in Ireland is super high. Okay. Or was super high. Uh Now it's better. Uh, I mean, this was, we're talking 20 something years ago. So now Ireland is, uh, is, you know, they have more, they have more employment because they're 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 into tech and you know and they have a lot of you know they've done very well for themselves lately. But but uh, it was it was pretty crazy over there. Um, and did they? I was just amazed at the fact that you'd walk in in the middle of the day and it was like a party going on. I'm like, what? You guys go to work. <laughs> Where are your children? I guess, but then you know, wait, hey, it's time to go pick up the kids, you know, at three o'clock, you know, and they're all like, like wobble over to the.
the school. Or are they singing like drunk. Or are they singing yeah. like old ballads? <laughs> or they're like telling stories oh, right yeah. there, like singing those old ballads songs? Yeah, that's all day, man. They were singing? Well that's yeah. what, that's tradition. Yeah. I saw that in the quiet. I used to know a few of the their songs. Um, because I used to go to uh, Celtic Crossings in Chicago. Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are cold. Oh, wait, you live in Chicago? Okay, tell us. Yeah, of course you live in Chicago. Hold on, let me listen to that. Yeah, yeah. I for eight years. I went to I went to Loyola University Chicago. And I graduated from there, and then I stayed for a couple more years after. What did you study there? Political science and philosophy. Wow. And I mattered in theology. So yeah, so you got like a the, like philosophical existential uh, thinking, like thoughts. Yeah, I, I loved it until I realized I was going to be poor. Well, so you didn't want to be a did you want to be a priest or what? I did. Yeah, I told him yeah. that before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was studying to be a priest. I wanted to be a priest when I was when I left high school. I was dead set on it. I wanted to go. So, but I didn't want to go to a seminary. I wanted to go to a four year school. Uh-huh. So I went to the four year school, and I was just like, you know. And then I just, I, I just, I, I was too free. I, you know, I drank too much and, you know, got crappy grades and didn't, you know, that kind of like didn't work out too well. But, mm. but then I, but I improved later on, but I was at the point, uh, later on, I was just like, you know, um, I didn't, I, I, I felt, I still feel, I still felt the calling, but I'm like, but I, but I just didn't, my life wasn't going in that direction at all. Uh-huh. So, um, I ended up getting, you know, I ended up just falling into accounting and then uh, you know and then i did uh, i mean I, I worked as a bartender waiter for a long time mm. did community service not community service but i was a community organizer that was in chicago in chicago oh, wow. for uh for um the united neighborhood organization which is really famous in chicago okay. um, there's a lot of community organizations working yeah working with mexican the mexican uh business the the, the low moderate income neighborhood uh, make, helping them, uh, connect them with government programs to improve their buildings and things like that. Oh, okay. Which was great and all, but, uh, I was like, you know, wasn't really my scene. Um, you know, I, I did, I did work very closely with the vice mayor of, of Chicago. Um, so I used to go to City Hall a lot and, and, you know, oh. and, uh, and I would, I would go in, on behalf of the alderman, the vice mayor, to mm-hmm. plead for the, the, the constituent who was having a building violation or something like that? Like, give him a give him a chance, you know, to he'll, he'll come back, you know. And then because uh, the alderman's man's here, you know, we'll you know we'll do him extra time, we'll do him an extra ninety days to figure out what he needs to do, so we don't cite him, like, you know, don't find him, that kind of stuff. So you know, just kind of helping out people in the neighborhood as much as I could. Wow, then, Renee. But then, then that was uh, and that was fun, you know. I went, I mean, spending time in city council, that was cool too, you know. I got everyone saying, oh, I got to tag along to that, you know. Wow. I almost became uh, his, one of his um, one of his uh, member of his staff, uh-huh. but you know Chicago politics are weird, and I'm not going to get into it right now. Uh-huh. But um, but then uh, after that, I just uh, after that was over, I worked as a bartender a little bit longer, and then I I went to I came back home to Miami where I fell into accounting, and then I just I got my master's in finance, and the rest is history. No, that now I work in finance, but it's because it's because I, if you want to be it, the only having a political science major with a minor in philosophy and theology, you have three choices. All right, Either you become a priest, uh-huh. you become a lawyer, okay. or you became or you become a uh, a, a corrupt politician. Mm-hmm. If you want to make money, okay. you know. If you want to make money, you know. Um, I don't. And, and being a priest, you won't make money. So you know, it, it's like. So it was become a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So I tried becoming a lawyer. 
didn't make it because my grades were so bad in undergrad at the beginning. So, they, so I, I went through process mm-hmm. and didn't didn't make it. I missed it by like two points in, at, at Nova Southeastern. It was like this program that they had for people who couldn't get into normal law school. Uh-huh. Um, and But apparently out of a class of 100, only 10 were allowed in. So I think it was just a, like a ripoff, honestly. Oh, wow. So anyway, um, you know, it was kind of a ripoff, I think. Um, so I would, I would never advise anybody to do that again. Um, but I was said I wanted to become a lawyer, and then, but everybody was advising me, don't become a lawyer. All my friends that were lawyers were like, don't be a lawyer. This is the worst life ever. So I was like, so I was like, okay, fine. So I got into finance, kind of at the, at the law firm where I was at, and then I, it kind of grew from there. That's it. So that's and where. And you studied finance. And I studied finance. Got my master's in finance at FIU. You've been doing wow. that ever since. That's your whole life. Yeah, that's my life now. And you like it? It, it, it keeps me from being poor. <laughs> so you don't like it. It's okay. It's a job. You know? It's okay. I, I you know, I go to work and I enjoy it. I, I, I live I, I I named my son, you know, Jeremiah Jeremy Joseph, right? Yeah, he just he because, he's, because he was the, the worker prophet. Right? No it, it, like Jeremiah was a prophet and Joseph was the worker, right? Yes. So to me, that I named him that because I think of myself as a worker prophet. No matter what I do, I'm, I'm I, I put a, forth a cheerful disposition, and I and I let people, you know, and I, and I let people, and I I'm not afraid to, you know, be a good example, a good Christian person with that person, you know, and, and talk to them about, you know, not get all Jesus on them or anything, but like get it, you know, like like lead by example kind of thing, you know. So you follow so you the do book. That. So everything that I do. I try to I try to lead I try to lead that way you know and that's kind of like and and um it's just you know just the normal you know it's it's like so you could do that in any anything you could be a garbage man and do that you know you could be a, a, you know like so what I do I might not love finance but I do it I understand it I'm decent at it and at the same time I, I relate to people and I can talk to people and it's fine anything you do is good as long as you as long as you're you're following god as long as you're following you're, you're being a good example to people that's it that's so it that's that, that's what gives meaning to everything so you live your life by the book by the bible uh, oh, yeah the, the bible, good book not the, the good book yeah well yeah you know uh, i try not, not really good at it most of the time but i try my best you know but uh anyway it's, it's always like something I, I think about you know at least at least in front of your mind you know saint paul always said you know like pray always you know all the time so you should always pray, like, you you know, even if you're doing something, like, you think about, you know, you ask God to help you in everything that you do, have faith in what you do, you know, and then, and let him guide you, and have faith, you know, just let him, know that he's going to take care of you. You've lived how long already? How old are you now? 22? Yeah. You're 22 years old, you've lived to be 22. And I have That means 22 years of your life, God has taken care of you. Somehow, I'm still alive. I'm 44, you know. And, you know, and like, and I can tell you right now, there's a lot of times in my life where if it wasn't for something, I wouldn't be here. I mean, if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be alive anymore, you know. And I can tell you at least three or four instances like that, you know. So you have to think about, you have to, you have to recognize that and just, and just remember that your life, you're living on borrowed time. Every minute that you're alive is a gift from God. It is. And you should, and you have to be able, you know, you should remember that. I think at least I try to, and not always so good at it, like I said, but I try to. It's important to remember those things. It looks like you really tried hard. Yeah. Well, he understands, Santiago, that there is value to your life. There is value to your life, and you need to do the best that you can with it. Yeah. 
Be a good person. Be an honest person. You're a man. A mm-hmm. good man. Well, right. hasn't gotten anywhere yet. Oh, come on. <laughs> you're too young. You're 22. Come on, man. Don't worry about it. Jesus didn't start doing anything until he was 30, so... Yeah, he did. <laughs> That's what I always tell people. Yeah, and he like, did. Oh, Jesus laid around his house. Yeah, and he lost it. <laughs> he lost it when he turned 33. Oh, yeah, Santi, can I have some ice, please? Uh, but... <coughs> Uh, I, have, I, I, can't get, I can't get over this horrible so call. Last, yeah, last time you were here, of course. Was last it time the Wuhan? Were... No. I know, last time you were here, Yeah. you had that cough, I remember. Oh, and it, it's back. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. Maybe it's, it's allergies. Do you have, like, allergies? Maybe, I'm thinking it might be allergies. I don't know. Or what about your office? Maybe your office, do you have mold in your office? My office is brand... New. Where is it? So it's in Coral Gables. Uh huh. Um, and it's I keep dripping Nights. on your. I just keep dripping on right. your. This thing keeps dripping on oh, your. Um, okay. Sorry about that. Um, my office is brand spanking new. Like it just they opened it in in November of last year. Okay. So it's not even a year old. It smell like uh, It's brand new. I mean, and it's top of the line. This place is like, it's, it's spectacular. So if there's anything weird in there, maybe it's just the newness of it. No. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, is I it a think, new building or a new building? Uh, brand new, just built. 2811 plants. They just have full development. Brand new. Are you going to eat any more? Uh, well, I'm sorry. I'm pretty full. Were we discussing something? Um, Life and Renee. <laughs> <laughs> We're discussing Renee. Where did he the best go topic in the world. Huh? Yeah, speaking of Chicago. The Bears won yesterday a lot in the rain yeah. against New England. The Bears. The Bears, they, they won by like 20 points. The Bears. Yeah, they beat New England by like 20 points in the rain. Yeah. In New England. Isn't it raining already? I mean, snowing. It was like a it was like a drizzle, but it was like a foggy. It was like such a such a deep drizzle that it looked like fog. You know, it's like one of those nasty rains. I don't know if you if you guys are familiar with up north, but those like chilly rains, they like they come down like a sheet, and slush. it's just like it's just like a it's like a it's a slush, right? It's horrible. It's like a it's like a a very thin water droplet. It's yeah. just a very small water droplet, but the, but it's so it, it just it's everywhere, yeah. and you get so wet, and you don't even feel the water hitting you. I know. It's the weirdest thing ever. It's the worst time to be in Chicago. Depends what you what you like about if you like Chicago. I hate um, winter time. Well, winter is terrible in January. It's negative twenty. January is terrible. Yeah, but July, it's one hundred and thirty. Yeah. <laughs> so pick your poison, you know. Uh, I prefer. Uh, there's and bring up uh, Chicago. Uh, Chicago. Um, let's see. Uh, I like this. Where'd you get this? Where is it? Where'd you get it? The pursuit of Trader Joe's, very good. You like it? Mm-hmm. I haven't been to Trader Joe's that often anymore because I, I mean, I used to live by here, so I used to go all the time. Where do you live here? Uh, I'm here in 37th and Miller. Isn't that across from Hole in the Wall? Hmm? Hole in the Wall, isn't that across? I used to live across from Hole uh, Wall. When did you move away? When I sold that place. Uh, where are you now? 137th and Miller. Uh, how far is that? It's like 20 minutes from I drive like a maniac, so I can be there. Oh, right oh no, no doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you were freaking out when he was driving? <laughs> Rene! No wonder why, I'm like... only kidding. Listen, uh. he told me, we're finished. I'm on my way. He told me from Ro- Rob Ross or whatever. Jeff Ross. Jeff, Jeff Ross. Ross. And then 
Like 10 minutes later, Is there... Cynthia was like, <laughs> what happened? How fast was Rene driving? Well, it's easy to get. Remember, okay. from Doral City, no, but from Doral City place to here is very easy because it's it's like uh, it's right down the Palmetto, and at that hour there's nobody on the road, so it was really quick. So you were, yeah, you were driving. I wasn't going 100 miles an hour. I was going, you know, 99. I was, I was obeying the speed limit, maybe over 10 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I'm not bad. Come on, it wasn't. I was a good driver. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sunday, were you like? Uh, yeah, there's something. Uh, Ross's bit was. Uh, he looked like Vin Diesel if he was neither fast nor furious. <laughs> yeah. He has a bunch of jokes like that about himself. Yeah. I look like a Jeff Bezos, Bezos doll. Blow up doll. Blow up doll on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one's great. Hilarious. I think, I think his eyes are getting like even more small. Like he's turning, slowly turning into an armadillo. Yeah. You know, that's what I think he looks like. I wonder what a Jewish armadillo is like. I could probably, yeah, he's that's what he looks like. He is Who Jewish. Jeff, I mean, Jeff Ross Jeff looks like a, said he's a no, Jewish armadillo. No, he just I, looks like he should be one. I wonder what a Jewish armadillo looks like. Jeff Ross. Ah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah, yeah this, uh, this podcast just took a turn for the worse. I don't want to hear any of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, wait. Let me take a picture. Oh. So we have, remember, Cheers. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Five. Cheers. Five. 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 Nice. Yeah, I'm going to set it to death. Number five. Yeah, nice wine. I swear the nice first... Cheese. I swear the first time was... Fantastic. I, I discovered uh, Five Timers was on SNL, and it was with Justin Timberlake as host, and he was inducted, and uh, mm. well, it was like the... No, they made a big deal out of it. Gentleman's Club thing. I remember. Yeah, smoking jacket, and... Yeah, you had uh, uh, Alex Baldwin and all these guys over there. Steve Martin, yeah. Alec Baldwin, Paul Simon, yeah. Chevy Chase, uh, Martin Short, even though he served as a waiter, and Dan Aykroyd, too. He served as a bartender. Alec Baldwin? Yeah, you know how many times he's been on that. He's been on Saturday Night Live like a thousand times. Fifteen times. More. When, if you count the times he did remember. Trump. The times that he... Oh, when he did Trump. No, as host. Okay. Yeah, as a host. Yeah, but he he's, he was also a guest, like, as Trump, like, forever. Like, for, for like, year? years. For years. The first time I noticed the... Well, uh, he was good. He was so funny. Yeah, yeah, he was funny. Yeah. He, he was... He did a great impression. And Bert, and Larry David is a good impression of Bernie Sanders. I remember that. <laughs> I could... I could... I don't even need to see it. I can even think of it in yeah. my head. I know what he looks I like. I know Dana Carvey does what great... What kind of cheese do you use for this fondue? Yeah. A mixture of cheeses. So you gruyere, raclette, like four oh. different cheeses. You put brie in there too or no? No. Okay. No, no. Is there like a recipe for that or do you, get it, at, do you get it at Trader you Joe's like in a package? It, no, you can buy it in Publix, the whole packet. And that way you don't need to do it. Okay. Publix, fondue, it's, I think they sell it by where the cheese, where the cold Next to the um, bakery. I think we're... Yeah, I know where it is. They have a little island with all the cheeses like in that. it. And then they sell yeah, yeah, yeah. a packet. It's like I'm going to try. I'm going to finish off this. I love and it. Let me see. Here, I'm going to like, Joaquin, enjoy my fondue. I hope you enjoy how's, how's, my fondue. How's Joaquin? <laughs> says, I hope they enjoy my fondue. <laughs> Was this Joaquin's? Yes, it, oh, right. yeah. Tell Joaquin. Thanks, Joaquin. Look <laughs> at all that cheese. Yes. <laughs> yes, a lot. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know these little sweet peppers existed. Are they delicious? Mm-hmm. Okay, so now, Santi, 
There's a little metal cover over there. Yeah. I cover it so that it doesn't... Um... Mm -hmm. Here's something. Next to the coffee pot. Mariana, yeah. can you come get Duke, please? I need oh, to make a short. Here's right. No, I can't anything else. Enough for me. Don't do it. Decaf? How about just coffee then? Decaf? Nope. Nope. Good. You make the decaf. I'm doing my wine. Oh, okay. With my wine, with my with my delicious wine, made from an air decanter. Yes. So I have never seen anything like this before. All right. So this is a portable decanter. Uh huh. And you, what it does? What is the technical name for it? Is it, it portable decanter? Is that an aerator? An aerator. Because it. it into the wine, yeah, yeah. So you I get don't it. need to decant it. You don't need to pour it and wait and for wait. the air to. It's a brilliant, brilliant it? thing, yeah. And so it, it, has it has a, a mark on it, Venturi. Yeah, this is a Venturi. Venturi. It looks like it's made with, uh, with, with like Venetian glass or something, no, Murano a, glass or yeah. something. No, this is a acrylic. And oh really? Yeah, this is mm. a very heavy acrylic. So you go there and see how the air is forced in it. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So, then that's why it just... Super cool. I'm amazed. I've, I've never seen one before. I'm impressed. So now we know what we're going to get Renee for Christmas. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I would love it. Thank you, guys. But Christmas. no need. There's no need to get, it, get me anything. And then New Year's. Wow. 2022. We're already there. It's almost done. Yeah, and then... COVID it's almost done. Next year, next year, next year. Next year yeah. And then I had this... Uh, I went to this time where... It was in high school, uh, like five years ago. Uh -huh, I kind of was, I went through a moody, depressed stage because, like, uh, mm -hmm. I had no idea what it was, but I suddenly had this feeling that time was, like, <sighs> we're all, the whole world, well, not every fragile human being will die. The whole world will crumble to dust and blow away. And the universe, God knows what's going to happen then. But I had I got this idea from watching an episode of Futurama, where they went I love in the time machine. What's Futurama? Uh, it was an uh, like anime. Matt Groening, who did The Simpsons, did a, a, a Simpsons a, style like. It's not. It's not even. It, it's like it's it's a it's a group of people that uh, there's an owner of a spaceship delivery company. It's in the That's future. It's the future by a thousand years. Oh. Fry, main character, yeah. who's a who's a doofus. Falls asleep, gets pushed into a cryogenic chamber for a thousand for a thousand years. years. The, the Earth path, like things happen, like a building falls out upon him. One day they find him, they open up the thing, and he's like, a thousand years later, he's like, my dog's dead, and my family's dead. Everybody's everything sucks. Oh. But then he found like he found these friends who uh, who um who run a delivery business into other planets, you know, and on their spaceship. And so, like, and there's the old man who owns the place, and he can't, he's, Professor he's, he's senile, has gigantic glass, can't see anything, he's like 140 years old, because he can live that long oh, in, in, in the future. future. Yeah, and, and they also have, like, Nixon's head in a water bottle, because because they figured it's out how a to reanimate. Bottle, it's like a jar. Reanimate the old, you know, people, and just put their, their heads in jars. It's hilarious. It's, it's supposed to be funny. Oh, so, and then, uh. So, and Nixon's like a major character in it for some reason. I don't know why, but he is. And then, uh, <laughs> and then there's a, so it's just, just a fun, funny show. Uh, I really liked it. I like it. It's, it's smart. Professor. It's smart. There's Dr. Bender, Zoyper. who's a robot. And Dr. He, Zoyper. And, and he, the reason, the whole way he lives is by uh, drinking beer. 
like that's his that's his 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 energy. He gets it from drinking beer. Yeah. So what did you think? Of, you watched. Oh, it was, sorry. They had, a, they had a forward. They had a time machine that goes only forward in time. Yeah. Remember that episode? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just like how it went through your 10,000, 105, 105, 25, 25. They kept going through cycles and things kept A million happen. and a half. You go long enough in the future, things are exactly million, the same as they were before. <laughs> yeah, but then when it got to the point of the year 1 billion, how all life went extinct. So then after you the, saw that? And then, and then the universe, they they went way more forward to watch the, everything, the universe die, all the stars, the particles, the protons, to a complete vast of dark until dark. Until all of the yeah, atoms right. in the world have, and all the particles have evaporated. Yeah, but then all of a sudden, a second big bang happens and everything repeats itself. The forming of the cosmos, the galaxy. It's a super interesting story, actually. And the earth and history is being made. But then it suddenly got to me, like, what if there's inf- infinite? What if it's an infinite recycle? Yeah. Is that what life could be? Could be. Oh, man, but that means we'd have to repeat. No, no, no. No, everything. no, no, but it doesn't happen exactly like that. Listen, look. We, we all have to repeat. I do love this. I do love this topic. Look, it's an idea. Okay. The, the idea, the, the awesome, that idea is so, it's actually gaining a lot of traction in scientific circles now. I don't, like, I don't know if I agree with it 100%, but it kind of makes sense. If you look at it, Nobody can define a singularity, right? Where the big bang supposedly happened, right? Nobody can define that, no. right? There's no definition. You can't say. Nobody knows what it is. Nobody can tell you what it is. Nobody can describe it mathematically. It's just infinity, okay? You got me so far, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So now, when you get to the end of the universe, like you said, you know, like where everything has evaporated and you turn into absolute yeah. nothingness, trillions and trillions and trillions of years later, down the road, you know, Everything is not basically evaporates into nothing. Even the black holes have evaporated into nothing. All the electrons are just like there's 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 nothing left. What is the difference between that nothingness and the singularity? What? Nothing. Like there is no difference. So that's how you could theoretically have a big bang when there's nothing. I know it's crazy. I know it sounds crazy, but it's just they both are unexplainable. Like you can't get to that. It's so far, the, the beginning and the end do not make sense. So like, what is nothing and what is the beginning? Something. Nothing. So, so yeah. God is the alpha. And the omega, the exactly, see? Is the beginning yeah. and the end. So, so could, no one can explain. So you're saying, right. you're saying that the Big Bang and everything in history can, can repeat itself over again? It might. Like, the conditions would exist in the science, in some scientific papers have stated, have, have explained in their own weird, weird way, which is, I think it's weird, but anyway. But using the, you know, like, infinity, once you reach a point of infinity, you become a singularity. Literally become a singularity. So that's how nothing, something can come from nothing, scientifically speaking. Do you understand? I know it's weird. And you'll never understand it, but it's, and it's basically faith. The science has become faith in a lot of ways. So, like, so, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, like, people will, like, you'll, people will have scientific theories, but they won't be able to explain them scientifically, you know, which I never understand. Well, people deny science nowadays. Yeah, oh, yeah, if it's not convenient. Right, exactly. They, they deny the science. So, anyway, I just thought it was, I thought it was a cool idea. So you thought something like that? What a, in, in this, I, no, it, no, it, in this, I, no I, I saw this on YouTube. 
Because I am well, they, but they did something similar on 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 Futurama. They can do the same thing for Doctor Who as well. And there's but they didn't make the connection, like they did. But it was kind of like you. Yeah, they did. They kind of did make the connection. So many universes for Doctor Who. You can actually go through time, and like, there's so many universes, so many dimensions, so many like. Um, Doctor Who is a cool show. You've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know how complex, scientifically complex, un- amazingly complex, and, that, and, and when I saw that, it kind of like got me depressed because time travel doesn't exist. There are no other dimensions. There are, there is no, uh, it hasn't been proved yet. Okay, I'm going to tell you There's something. these theories, there's these I'm ideas. I'm going to tell you something, and I told this to my friend who thought that I was, oh, I'm a practicing Catholic. Uh, there's no aliens. Listen to me. Uh, practicing Catholic, and all these people think that, oh my gosh, if you think about time, time travel, you cannot be Christian or whatever. I'm going to ask you something. <laughs> Have you heard of Padre Pio? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you seen the movie? I haven't seen it yet. Neither have I. So. What about it? Padre Pio. It's supposed to be really good. Could be in two places at the same time. Oh, that's true. Now you tell me that that is not time travel. Mm-hmm. Spiritually. Sandy. He was in two places at the same time. Yeah. One miracle was during World War II when the American fire um, uh, pilots were going to bomb the square of San Giovanni Rotondo where Padre Pio was. Mm-hmm. And Padre Pio actually appeared to them in the middle of the air and told them not to bomb it. And these pilots in the middle of the air, didn't bomb it. And then they met him, and they couldn't believe that, that was the man that they had seen. That's I hadn't it. heard that story. Yes, That's you, pretty you cool. Yeah, look it up. So, oh, I mean, I believe it, but Padre Pio was a pretty amazing person. So think about that. When they say, oh, no, 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 people cannot be. Yes. You heard about Shia LaBeouf's uh, new movie, huh? Yeah, it's Shia. Shia? Uh, Shia LaBeouf? LaBeouf. LaBeouf? Whatever, just like, yeah, you know, just all that that concept. I refuse also, to pronounce his name correctly. Do you believe heaven and hell and purgatory exist? Yeah, sure. Do you believe that once we have ceased to be, uh, do our souls like, ex- leave our vessel and then like happen to go into the next stage, mm-hmm. which is the afterlife? Yes. And it all depends on the type of person we've been. If we've led a very good and decent and humble life, then it's paradise, no, the kingdom it's of heaven. You've done the best with the cards you've been dealt. Or hell, if we turn our backs on God lot, and we've been... A lot is demanded of people who much is given. Mm-hmm. Think about that. And purgatory, you know what I think that is? It's our souls stuck in the middle of earth, like wandering around, like we oh. with no... We ha- there's no light either above or below. Well, hopefully above, but. <laughs> well, I've never been. Have you seen? You know the movie. Well, okay, I think take the movies. Uh, Ghost with Swayze and What Dreams May Come with Robin Williams and Cuba. I James. actually enjoyed that movie. People thought Which it was one? so stupid. What dreams uh, may come? What dreams may come? With I Robin loved Williams. it too. I liked it a lot. It made me cry so hard. It was. It was, it was a, it together, right? yeah. a sweet movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean that's how I think. Like I don't know if reincarnation. We, we can't. Him? Once we go, Where we can't. We're not reborn. Aww. Sorry. What is he uh, we can't, we're not reborn into another, another form, another being. I don't know. We can't, like, we can't, we can't be born again as Duke. 
I don't, I I don't believe in reincarnation. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm not really that big a believer in it. I think that it, there are exceptions where things have happened and people have been born into someone else's body, but then they've but then they've left. It's kind of weird. Oh my gosh, I've never heard of that. Yeah, I've seen it happen. It's like I mean, but there's also and then, and then and then you know the Dalai Lama. I mean, and the story of the Dalai Lama, if you read those, the history of the Dalai Lama and the Buddhists, you know, how they believe he's the reincarnation of the Dharamsala, the first original Buddha. You'd be like, you know, it's kind of like, it's interesting how they go about the process of finding the next Buddha when one dies. You know, they, it's very interesting. And they have to, and you know, and they receive signs and they eventually find the new Buddha as a child and they and they know it's him i can't remember why i know i read it somewhere many 25 or something years ago but it's an interesting story about even how they found the dalai lama to who's the dalai lama today after the last one died they went looking for him and they found him they brought him back and he's the he's the reincarnation of that buddha that passed away and he's the reincarnation of that buddha that passed away and he's you know back going back like i think what 40 buddhas or something like that so anyway it could happen I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's something that Just, I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a, if it's something that I believe in that happens regularly. You know, the concept of life and death, how it affects everybody that uh, that goes through it or like witnesses it. It's got me thinking of the show Six Feet Under. What? Never seen it. Neither have no, I. No, I, I did see I did see some episodes. Now I've gotten into the mood after we we went to see Kevin Smith. Again in Orlando for the third time after we saw Clerks three. Did you all go together? Yeah, me, mom, and dad. Cool. And oh, I got. Yeah, I won the lottery with that one. And I got to. Uh, I showed you my pictures, right? Who me one? Oh uh, yeah, I got many. Okay. How is it terrible? Terrible. So what's your idea of a good? Blasphemy. Let's ask Rosa. Okay, thank you. What yeah, is... yeah, he did dogma. That was very blasphemous. Okay, tell me. You remember dogma, Where right? Are you gonna ask? Let's ask Rosa, because we've never asked Rosa any questions. Thank you. So, what is what is your idea of a good, like, trip or vacation or time away from home? So, that I've had with my... No, I'm saying, like, if you were... To, if I was to say, Rosa, go with, go with your family tomorrow to the place you want to go to to have the fun that you want to have, where would you go? Okay. I'd like to go to the Grand Canyon. No, oh, see, there you go. Write your notes down. I like to go to to the uh, to Napa Valley to go to you know all the vineyards and the wineries and then the scenes and, and walk and lavender fields like walk through the lavender fields. Okay. I like to go hiking. Okay. Um, I love to go to Europe. Uh, to Paris to go to the museums. If you had to pick one, where would it be? Would it, would it be the, 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 that hiking trip to the north, think, to the, way, to the west? You're on, to the west? Let's say you're knocking, okay. you're, you're not, you're right. soon to be knocking on death's door. And uh, where is it that, I don't know, maybe you'd like to get one last <laughs> glimpse. Humor, right? One last glimpse, like, and of, or like a catch of breath before uh, you no longer. So I have this image in my mind um, about a lake and... A lake. Is it a big lake? Yeah, a beautiful lake. And the reflection of a mountain with little snow on it, on the lake. You know exactly where she wants to go. Yes. I'm already, 
I've already because because I've been I've been to where she's talking about. Where? All right, so so. No, no. Hold on, hold on. Just don't hear me out. All right. You would have the best trip ever if you flew into. It's a it's a it's a two week trip. Okay. Okay. Flying to Las Vegas. Yes. I know I know you I know that you're not into no, maybe you don't want to party, you don't no. want to do all that stuff. No, Just no. go to Vegas. Enjoy okay. it, spend a day there. Go to the Bellagio, see the fountains, go watch a show. Okay. okay. Get all that crap out of the way. Then you could go you, you take your you, you take some camping equipment or rent an RV at the at the local uh, rental place and drive to Zion National Park. Where you yes. can do one of the best hiking trips ever. On over th- through through one of the most beautiful canyons in the world. All right. And it's better than the Grand Canyon because the Grand Canyon is so big that it's hard to take in. Okay. Take it from me. I'm like I'm there. It's like okay, there's a giant hole in front of me. Like, <laughs> oh, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, okay, great, let's go drink. You know, no, it's not, it wasn't really it wasn't really all that. And then I tried to hike it after hiking Zion and Bryson National Park. Um, the, the next, the, you know, the, I did back to back national parks like in over over a week. Then I went to the Grand Canyon, I'm like, hey, Bray, let's go. You know, I was with my brother. I'm like, let's go hike down the Grand Canyon, hike back up. I made it like a quarter mile down the mountain, down the, the canyon. I was like, my feet are killing me from the other. I'm like, let's go back up there and go to the barn. So <laughs> I had this, I really wanted to hike to the bottom of the Grand Canyon and hike back up. And I wanted to do that. But didn't work out. Didn't want to do it. I figured out that I didn't want to do it because it's a long walk and it's very difficult. So anyway. So from there, okay, then you can... Go back through Vegas, okay, and then hop a plane uh-huh. to Reno. Yes. Okay, and Reno, you can go. You can go down to uh, Lake Tahoe. Yes. Like there's your lake. Uh-huh. There are your mountains. Okay. And then you can go to Yosemite National Park uh-huh. for another amazing hike. Okay. And then from and it's these are these are short distances. The only the big the big thing is is flying between Vegas and Rio. Okay. That's gonna okay. Co- that'll cost you money, but um but like it's not that bad. And then and uh, and then from and then from Lake Tahoe, you can go to um to uh, right to um to Yosemite and then from Yosemite, it's a hop skip and a jump to Napa Valley. And you can spend all your time. You can spend like days in Napa Valley. I mean, it's like a month trip almost. It's so good. It's like oh, well, this, yeah, this is a great. Much. But okay. you can you can take all of these places into account because this is like this is all hiking. Lake Tahoe is a lake with mountains, beautiful skiing. If you go on the if you go on the, it's, it's famous for that. You no, know. But I don't want to go skiing. No, I want to go. For example, I want to go to a place. That's that would be one. And the other thing that I want to do is go to Santiago de Compostela. Oh, okay. Camino de Santiago. Oh, that's cool. Northern Spain. Yeah, I very wanna, nice. I want to walk with Santiago with my son to oh, Santiago. I cool. want to do the Camino de Santiago. It's a long walk. That's a dream that I it's have. It's a long walk. Oh, you think you'd like to? hundred miles. Do you want to die long there? Walk. Hundred kilometers. Probably. You want to die there? No. <laughs> no, I want to go there. She wants to go there. there. Well, and yeah, but it's your life if you're knocking on death's door. Yes, I want to go there. Why is she going to be knocking on death's door? I want to go to Santiago and then finish in Finisterra. What is that? It's the end of it. It's the end where you see, like, the ocean there, and then this is the end of the earth. It's called Finisterra because it's the end of the world. Like, they thought at that time it was the end of the earth. Like, that's it. They thought it was flat, so that was the end mm-hmm. of it. So I want to go The earth's not flat? Yeah. 
Magellan made. If you ever want to go down that rabbit hole, yeah. look up look up some some flat Earth theories on on YouTube. It's it is crazy. the funniest <laughs> thing ever. What the world is flat? That there are people who I don't think they believe it, but they yes, but they they, do. they no, but they, I, I think they just troll and yeah. they really pretend to believe that yes, the we, world is flat. No, no, Renee. And then they think that NASA is a lie. Yeah. And all of that they stuff. They believe that I know, but they put that they put that theory, they put it out there so much. And they believe monkeys can fly. No. They actually but believe put, that the put earth is all flat. of these theories, they'll show you all of these facts and facts and they'll be like, You see, the earth is flat. <laughs> they just would laugh. I think it is the it's, it's super entertaining. I love conspiracy theories. That's what I like one of my favorite topics is conspiracy theories. Oh, so I like, don't believe any of them, but I love having people like how people think of crazy stories like jay okay and like well that one's true well, what? And, and you think we landed on the moon all right land on the why moon. didn't you tell me your idea of jfk's assassination and like because i watched jfk with kevin costner and uh everybody else who was yeah yeah, yeah it was it was all right with oliver, the oliver stone movie yeah but That's i want that, you to ex- i think oliver stone is a conspiracy theorist why do you think Joe Rogan had him on? <laughs> but Oliver Stone and one of the reasons I love Oliver Stone. It's a conspiracy. Well, why don't you just tell me your opinion? Let me I'm hear your cool. JFK's assassin. The whole JFK oh, conspiracy. So... I think that JFK was gonna was gonna release the theory of the uh, it was gonna let um, everyone know about the aliens, and so they killed him for it. Aliens. Yep. I thought it was like something that had to do with the Russians, no, like the Portuguese, the, the Cubans, are like. Yeah, um, I think so. See, I, that's what they want you to think, but it, it was really the aliens. Well, why would you think that? Come on, Renee. Come on, dude, be serious. I, I can't talk. I love, I love having, I love conspiracy theories. Like, there's an excellent, you want to, I mean, I could really dive, give you all, like, I could really, like, drive, I think your minds will be, like, exploding. Okay, tell us, tell us. Your minds will be exploding. Okay, tell us. By the time right. I'm done talking. All right, about get all all Alex, no, get Alex Jones one. on us. Okay, okay us. I'm going to pick one. Get us Jones. Okay, he's going to. Alex Jones. Okay, I'm going to get all Alex Jones on you right now, okay? So listen. All right, so there's this. So the aliens have been with us for a long time. I was already talking about aliens. The aliens have been with us for a very long time already. Roswell, all that stuff. It's all been covered up. Everybody knows that, right? Okay, so anyway. So you have, you have um, the aliens have these crafts, right? And we've caught a couple of them. Crafts? Yeah, crafts. You know, like alien crafts, right? Like some of their, their vehicles, you know, that they travel around in, you know? And they and then they levitate in, and they have these amazing powers to move around and not crush the body, even though they're doing uh, like incredible G forces and things like that, right? So the ones, the, the thing is, is that you have like the government has had possession of these vehicles for a long time, and they've retro engineered them through their Skunk Works program, through um, through Skunk Works at Lockheed Martin, which is very very secretive. Remember that the United States military doesn't build anything, okay? It's, it, they don't build anything. Okay. They contract people to oh, build yeah, yeah, things yeah, yeah, for yeah, them, right? right? right, right, right. So Lockheed Martin, it has. There's a very select group of people called Majestic Twelve, who like who were who were put in place in the 1940s after after the first uh, in, in, um, encounters with with aliens, and they even recovered some dead some dead alien bodies. So they so they took these so they took now the the um the Lockheed and a couple of other people have developed these these anti-gravity machines that can fly people around in and that and that they're and you know and like and, and like you even you even saw the videos of them on the pentagon released them right of like of like oh they caught some 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 you know ufos 
flying through the air. And the, and the pilots were like, oh, my God, what are these things? We can't catch up with them. They're like, they're gonna, if, if they wanted to attack us, they could because they were so powerful, right? So there's two choices, right? Either it's A, the aliens are out there, or B, they're, they're American right. retrofitted to, from alien knowledge, right? Alien balloons. So, so get this. The reason that they want you to think it's aliens and it's not the government is because if it was, that would put an end. That the 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 idea, I mean, the ability to to fly in a craft, use anti gravity, just use the space around you, and the energy, the ambient energy in the world around you to move your craft from place to place at breakneck speed and be like in one place and then another place and within seconds. Okay. If you. Or, or, yeah, or play, displacement, whatever, you know, like, you know, you could be in two places at once, basically, you know, really quickly, like, you can move that fast. Yeah, you know, Star so, Trek, anything Star Trek. So then, so then, wait, so, so then, so the reason they don't want you knowing about this is because it would end the world. Could you imagine there would, there would be no need for oil, there would be no need for any, any so kind gravity, of, anything, you, you, it would revolutionize everything, every industry would fall. So it would, it would be utter disruption to the global economy. So that's why they haven't let anybody know about them yet. Oh. And so like, and so now the whole theory is, is that they're going to do a false flag operation where they think, oh, the aliens are attacking, but it's really us attacking. Because, we're, because you know, the military can be pretty evil sometimes. So that's, that is, how about that theory? Huh? That one always gets me, you know? I'm like, this is why I don't get into comic books or like watch star wars <laughs> well because apparently i need to understand something about star wars is that does that take place okay the a long time ago galaxy far far away okay let me get this straight is that the future <laughs> is star wars the future no it's it was a long time ago but somehow in the future <laughs> Okay, so what that, that that type of like uh, that's how that did you do you ever see uh blue blue harvest the um the uh the Family Guy version of Star Wars? No, what's that? It's a, like there's a Family Guy version of it, and it goes and the way it starts out is a long time ago, in a galaxy far far away, and somehow in the future, <laughs> and then that's how the whole thing starts. It's really funny. You should watch it. I have the whole, the whole series. Okay, but the thing is, so the, the Star Wars universe, none of it takes place in the future. What about all those colonies, those empires of all those different races? It's it just another galaxy that evolved before we did. How? But then how are there humans there? How are there? Like, You're asking too many questions, Santi. It's just the way it is. Where the Where did George Lucas get the idea? It's good that he asked the questions. Where did That's George Lucas? people ask questions. Where did George Lucas come up questions. with that idea of like to make like, if it's not in the future, not not like Alien or Star Trek like or 2001: A Space Odyssey like or uh, I don't know like uh, this thing's so cool. Why not chocolate? Oh, chocolate! This is now truly French. Yeah, some some Godiva. Are you sure you're okay to drive? No, please. Oh, what was the... Oh, there it goes. Thank you. Uh, so many things. Okay, um, for Star ooh, Trek, you can... Good diva. All right, now you can... Star Trek, you can tell that's the future. Wait, Doctor Who... Coffee for real? Huh? No coffee? No. Can you have something? Yes, please. Uh, ugh, Star Trek. Doctor Who. Uh, what else is there? Um, Minority Report, Blade Runner. Um... Blade Runner, oh my lord. Yeah, I got... 
Dune. Gattaca. Gattaca. Everybody always forgets Gattaca. Oh, I love Gattaca. Yeah. Rita. What about Dune? The new Dune. The old one or the new one? Now, the year 10,000... I've always wanted to read the book. 10,191. You've seen the new movie, have you? No. Oh, the old one? No, I want to see them. No, no. All right, so basically, yeah, it's like almost Star Wars, Star Trek. Like, uh, it takes place in the year 10,191. Which one? Dune. Dune is, you know what, the new one is good. The new Dune is good. Did you watch it? Okay, good. Yeah, I went to the movies. Actually, I did go to the movies. Cool. Very cool. Is it, how long is it? Is it I have a feeling it would be really long. Two and a half hours. Two hours. Yeah. I, I, that's not that bad, though. Yeah, but the thing, how science fiction... It's very science fiction, right? Yes, it's good. It's, it's, it's actually good. I'm surprised. Yeah, but the thing that sucks is we won't be able to live up to see any of that stuff. <laughs> if that stuff even is real or if it even happens, it depresses the... Even... I don't even get into... Why, why don't I not, like, comic books or, like, in Marvel, like, uh, the... You let me tell you about Marvel. You see all these superpowers. The Hulk. Now they got time travel in the Marvel Cinematic. Think about universe. it this way, Santi. Shrinking, super shrinking, like Ant Man. Think about it this way. Right now, right now, could you imagine if you appeared to someone in 1608 in Massachusetts? Where they had just landed the the Mayflower. That was 1621. Okay, and imagine you're in 1621, and these guys just showed up. And instead of a bunch of Indians, they run into Santiago. And they say, and Santiago's there with his... um, Did I doctor who my way over there? Sure, why not? Uh, Then you have, he's there with his... uh, Time machine. Did I... Harley Davidson. Harley Davidson. Yes, yes, yes. Let's let's look at it this way. Shows up with his Harley Davidson, his iPhone. When well, you have an iPhone? Yeah. He shows up with his iPhone. He shows up in his Nikes. He comes. He's got this really awesome gold chain with a nice pretty cross on it, with the Jesus on it. He has a. Let's see what else. Oh, a fancy wristwatch. Okay. This guy. These people will think you're a witch, and they will burn you at the stake. Why? Because you're from the future. Or from somewhere else. But you are, you're, you're as, you, you see how, how much, you see how you are the future right now. You're living the future. And you don't even know it, you know what I mean? It's like, kind of like that. So like, yeah, there'll be people ahead of us who live more advanced and all that, but we're pretty darn advanced, even from 100 years ago, you know? So, you know, we, we kind of do live in the future. So you're saying that uh, George Carlin could just appear out of the sky in a foam booth and, like, take me to, like, the certain points in history where I need to complete my long-ass history report before I... Bill and Ted. I, I forgot Bill and Ted right. Now, the way that... Whoa. Not, not bad. Yes. You see the way that they did it? Oh, man. And I've... I think they, they just totally ripped off Doctor Who. Bill and Ted. Was it was it was that before Doctor Who's been around since the sixties? Nineteen sixty three. Yeah. yeah. They probably took some ideas from that. Dude, phone booth. The TARDIS is a phone booth. Yeah, that's true. It's funny that they call it and a TARDIS. Police box. <laughs> yeah, police box. But anyway, 
Also, H.G. Wells, the time machine. Of course, that is the most, like... Yeah, it's kind of like kind of like uh, the, the 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 Futurama episode. Like the guy goes away oh, to the future. Back to the future. Back to the future. And, on. The, and he ends up he ends up in, the, in that world where people live underground because there's been a nuclear holocaust. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, pretty... I'm gonna tell you something, something. A lot of people right now think that the Earth is gonna finish with everything that's happening right now in our world. Everybody always thinks that though. Horse boy. I know, but a lot of people think that way. No, I'm telling you right now. Mm-hmm. Because of the COVID, right? Sure. Uh, that's done and over with. I know, honey, but a lot of people think. Oh, it's but just today I read about how they're gonna have. Um, well, they had the monkey. Another, no, now there's now there's killer fungus mm-hmm. in the Wall Street Journal. The CDC put out a giant, a, a big alert as to some killer fungus now that's out and it's killing people. It's such a load of hogwash. If people start worrying about every single thing that's out there, we will never leave our houses. We will never do anything. See, I'm still on the street. And it's sad. We were in Orlando, right, Sandy? Mm-hmm. I don't tell uh, Renee, we were at Orlando, and we were in Universal Studios, like with how many people were there? Like, you guys went to Universal? Yes, we went to Universal. Well, we didn't go to Universal. We went to, uh, at the Hard Rock, that is inside of Universal. Uh-huh. Within Universal. Within the complex. You didn't go into Universal Studios. No, but it was a Halloween horror night, so we had all these weird people oh, yeah. there. Well, we didn't experience but it. We, really no, much. thank God. We didn't go in there. We're never going to go. Anyway, it's terrible. So, we see all these people, 100,000 people, and then they're wearing a mask, thinking that they're, you know, I'm thinking, what are you thinking? You, honestly, you're with 100,000 other people, and you're wearing a mask, thinking that that is going to protect you. And were they young? Disease? Were they like, were yes. they, yeah. There were young You see, people. they've already, they brainwashed the young. Yeah. And you know, yes, and yesterday, yeah. today, we there was uh, breaking news about how bad our math scores and science scores are, and English, and like, I think it's all part of the game. Going back to conspiracy theories, but this one's actually real. Um, what if we're in the that, matrix? I think no. That I think that I think that the government is literally trying to dumb down people no, and make the them stupid. No, it's not the government. Because that way they can control them. No, I think it's the Chinese. Joaquin and I were. And I were sitting there looking at the young people passing, you know, and he goes, oh my gosh, Putin and the Chinese must be laughing, having a fear day, looking at the dumbing down of America. I felt so sad because children, and I said, did you see what the algorithm, they found out that the algorithm in China for TikTok is all inspirational. They have all this positive, only positive and inspirational videos in TikTok in China. Mm-hmm. And here in the United States, TikTok is dumb things that young kids do, stupid things. So well, who controls the TikTok? Why do you think the I Chinese. don't do it? Exactly, the Chinese. Yeah. So they're dumbing down what is fed into the that's young population. No doubt that's part of it. No doubt that's part of it. It's very sad. I but the real, but I think, sad. I think, I think the schools, the idea that you're dumbing down people in the schools and you're, and you, and you're imposing mask rules that are, that have no basis in, in, in scientific I... thought. And, um, and it's all about subjugating and making, and making you dumb and making you depend on government like it's your parents. Yes. Instead of parents being your parents. Yes. 
which is like and that's and that's that's all that's all it is i think that i think that that it makes you very controllable if you're dumb exactly and um There's also I, I, that. I have people, I have what was the point of the matrix? What was the point of the matrix? The first matrix. The first matrix. What was the whole? Huh? The first matrix. Well, I, I mean, there's a whole. The simulation theory. <laughs> yeah. What was it? What was? It? What's the simulation? Simulation theory. theory. You don't know about it. It's another conspiracy theory. No, it's a, it's matrix related. Really. You don't know about the simulation theory? Oh, tell me about tell it. Me, tell okay. Well, simulation theory is that is that okay? It has a couple different aspects, but mo mainly the idea is that you have that you know, um, like digital. Animation and 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 um, simulation, the ability to make a sim, like you know, like you you know, you just play Sim City on the computer when you were younger, you know, and like you'd build like little like houses and there were people and they'd talk yes. and all that. Well, you could get to the point where you're you have such a, a computer that can that that can house so much memory and be so powerful that it could create a reality and it yes. could create a person. And you wouldn't know the difference. Yes, I heard that. Between well, being a person AI, and not a person. AI technology. Right. Well, it is, but but it's more like, but but the, the point, the, the idea is, is that is that the people that are doing it, the ones who are doing it, were more were more than likely would be us in the future. So, a thousand, two thousand years down in the future, we're creating a a, a simulation of us how we were back then. So, and so now that is us right now. Yeah, crazy, right? Enough to really melt your brain, right? And the only thing, and you know what the end of the world is, right? They just switch the switch off and you're done. You don't even, you, know, you don't even know. It's just done. So you know what I think what? that gives me a lot of anxiety? <laughs> this movie from the Matrix? no, this movie with uh, Jim Carrey. I haven't even seen oh, the AI. show. Truman Show. That's not the. Okay, just because it's the whole thing is a giant one big TV set. But that's what. Scary. But that's, that's what. what that's is. what we are now. That's this what. That's what. No. That's what we are now. This is the Matrix. This is what Renee was telling you. About uh, I haven't even seen AI artificial technology yet. Have you? The movie. Yeah. Is it saying AI? I haven't seen the movie. I have, and it's scary. The Spielberg movie. The one with the little kid. Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. The little guy. The little yeah. guy from Sixth Sense. Yeah, Haley Joel Osment. I haven't seen it. Scary. I, I liked it. It was fun. It's true. The future is it was It was sad. The future is it, really, it was really sad. Yeah. I, I, I was really sad for most of that movie. Not as sad as Pay It Forward. I was really sad for most of that movie. I didn't really like it so much because it, it made me sad. Not yeah. really like movies that yeah. made me sad. The future, yeah. the future scares really me. The future depresses me. Spielberg, yeah. Spielberg usually has a way of making me, you know, you feel good about something in the end. Even if it's depressing, but this was not. This was. I. I didn't feel. Really yeah. Good why don't we all just die already and just like meet each other yeah. up there? No, stop it. Because What's uh, the purpose? will we be? Oh, that's another thing. Will we all see each other up? Will of we course. be united with each other? Yeah. What if Duke dies? What if? Will I be? Everybody knows dogs go to heaven. Uh -huh. Very funny. It's true. Dogs can go to heaven. They're very good. They. They're. 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 They're, they're innocent beings. No kidding. Oh, but where do the Buddhists go? Where do the Muslims go? Well, the, Muslim, the Muslims are all going to hell because that's just a, they're just terrible people. Okay, what about the Buddhists? They follow they, they follow the most obvious false prophet in history. A lot, a Muhammad. Muhammad. Oh, what about the Buddhists? 
Yeah, the Buddhists are a part of their house. Listen, man, they're giving it, they're good people for the most part. They hey, you know, like something, maybe that's where I should die, within the mountains of Tibet. Amongst, I don't know, maybe... Why do you want to die? The peace. Why don't you go live in the mountains of Tibet? I don't know about that. It's a nice place, I've been. You've been to Tibet? Mm -hmm. Where have you not been, Rene? I've been to a lot of places. Yeah? You like to travel a lot? Love it. I'm a big traveler. Like, before I had my son, of course, I used to travel a lot. Mm -hmm. Can you recall every place that you've been to? Sure. Sure. Oh, really? Sure. Wow, Rene. Not other than Tibet and Ireland? I was in, well, I went from, outside that, that South Asia trip was Delhi, India. Agra, Rajasthan, Udaipur, which is a, the city where uh, Octopussy was filmed mm -hmm. with, uh, with yeah, Bond, but, yeah, yeah, very nice. Then uh, I went to uh, Jaipur, from Jaipur back to Delhi, mm -hmm. then from Delhi to, uh, I took a plane to um, uh, Kathmandu in Nepal. Kathmandu, you went to Kathmandu? Where's Kathmandu? Nice. Kathmandu's in Nepal. That's where I took, yeah, Kathmandu. So that's where I took a, and then I took a, uh, I took a, like a, like a ride into the Himalaya. You took the train. Took a ride into the Himalaya from there, into the mountains. Um, China, close to Ma the, the base of of, of uh, Mount Everest. But then, like, I didn't, I didn't obviously didn't climb Mount Everest. I'm scared. I'll die there. Um, <laughs> I, I'm from sea level. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I won't make it. So. Um, and then, uh, then from there, I went back. We flew back to Delhi. My girlfriend at the time went back to um, went to England to study, and I stayed on in, in India for another two weeks. I went north and through um, through northern India, through uh, Uday, um, uh, Uttar Pradesh, and then, wow, and then north beautiful. north into uh, Kashmir and, uh, and 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 the Ramsala where the Dalai Lama lives in exile. And then from there, I traveled through. Sala, east into Tibet, through the mountains, camped in the, in the caves, and then came and then got arrested by the Chinese. Why? Because what? they found me and I was by myself in Tibet without a you need a you need a special pass a special visa to go to Tibet. So I and I was just you know I was like screw it I'm gonna walk anyway. Who's gonna stop me right? I'm walking. So like um so I'm walking with my backpack and my coat it's cold. I'm walking, you know, but it was June, so it wasn't that. Anymore. I had to get really high for it to get cold. And um, but I had climbed really very long, a very long distance that day. I remember I was complete. I was suffering from altitude sickness. And I, the, these these two Chinese guys with you know military gear and you know their machine guns show up. And I'm um, and, and they you know they, they come up to me and they, and they like and they're like you know they ask me for my passport. Passport, no visa, no visa. Hey, okay, pop, put me in the pocket, shackle me, put me in the back of the jeep, uh, and they and um and I'm like and and they take me up another three thousand feet. So I'm like so I'm like by then I'm throwing up, and they're like and they give me a pail and they put me in this little we're like a building about the size of this room. Three thousand feet. Where we were in a building about this size the size of this little yeah. room here, and in a little corner had a cage and that's where they put me with a bucket so I can puke. So they made their phone calls and stuff, and they were like laughing at me, puking. And I'm like, oh god, I'm having the worst time of my whole life. I'm like, I'm here puking, and you know these guys are laughing at me, looking at my passport. Like I'm, must be some kind of spy or something, I don't know, whatever. But I was like, I'm just, I just, I'm just on. They didn't speak English, so I'm like, I'm, I'm just a, lo I'm just a lost tourist. I knew where I was, but I was, I'm a lost tourist. And um, and after like I don't know what, like four or five hours of that, 
uh, you know, because they take forever. They were on the phone with wherever they were calling, and they like wait. You know, it was like fucking It's the most action they'd seen in probably like ten years. So, you know, because it was like in the middle of nowhere. And um, and they take they take me back to the um, and then, and then they just put me into the back in the jeep. After a while, I kind of felt kind of I was kind of out of it at that point. And they took me they took me uh, back to the the border. And they said, and they took their guns out, and they were like, I thought, oh my god, they're gonna freaking shoot me. I'm like shitting my pants, you know. I'm like, excuse my language. And I'm like, and then they said, and, they, and then they shot me. And they go, bah, go in that direction. And I was like, okay, before I took off running. <laughs> like they're gonna shoot me. They're gonna shoot me. You know, not my finest moment, but I'm like, you know, pretty scared. You know, anyway, and um, and so like, and then so I then I then I went back in the direction I came, and um. Yeah, and then I went back to Ram Salah and hung out there for a little bit, with Dalai Lama a little bit longer, and that was it. You saw the Dalai Lama? Yeah, I met him. You ha- would you ask him any questions? No, I just, um, you know, very respectfully said hello, and, uh, and you know, and, and that, and, you know, and God bless, and that's it, you know. <laughs> Good to go. You know, I didn't really, didn't really have a question prepared for him. I just, it was nice to meet him, you know, and I heard one of his, he gives a talk in English for people who visit, and, you know, he, he speaks very good English. Mm-hmm. He's like one of the most wise. Rene, you beings. have a story to tell. You got lots of them. That's just one. That's just one. Imagine being arrested in, in actually China. in Nepal. No, in Nepal. In Tibet. In Tibet. It was Tibet. Tibet. It was northern India, Tibet. Yeah. Where does the Dalai Lama live? In Dharamsala, in in northern India. It's on the border. So he cannot. He can't. No, he he's not allowed in China. Can't go to. He's not allowed there. I thought he was from from. He's a he's a he's the enemy of the state. I was from Tibet. And all the monks that Tibetan. Well, in 1952, the um, Chinese invaded Tibet, took over. Mm -hmm. They obviously outlaw religion, and you know, and the Tibetans are Buddhists, and like that's like their whole lives. And then they and they basically like and then Lhasa is a, is a is a is a holy city to them, walled off, kind of like the Forbidden City, but very holy. Yeah. And so like, it's where the Dalai Lama lived for generations. They and then they kicked them all out because they're like you know either you leave or you die because we don't we're not going to tolerate your religion. And they left. So although oh, there's a ton of Tibetans in exile, like kind of like how there are Miami Cubans in Miami, there's Tibetans in, mm-hmm. in India because they, they had to escape. So yeah, that was oh super cool place by the way, Jerusalem. Like it, the Tibetans are the coolest people, and the Nepal Nepal people are very cool too because it's like a, they have like this mix of like Asian and and Indian kind of look. So it's like a really interesting look that they have. Okay. You know, it's really cool. You know, it's like they, they have a very interesting. And the color of their. They're skin. very good looking people. You know what I'm saying? And they have like and they have that that like that really nice tan look. Yeah, they you know do. what I'm saying? They have a very it's very and it's like and it's just like uh i mean it's just like they were beautiful people everywhere you know and it was like and i'm like you know and i mean i mean the girls were really pretty you know like and i was like really yeah yeah i know you don't you don't believe me but i'm absolutely 100 pop i'm true i'm telling the truth uh-huh. and they had this thing called butter tea i remember drinking that every day what is that it's tea with it's like a it's like a dark black tea kind of like a black enough to be coffee almost but with butter so it looks like cuban coffee <laughs> it has like a foamy top up, but it's like butter. It's like it's like a, it's like a greasy tea, mm-hmm. but it tastes really good. I don't know. It's like it was just really tasty. So it's their thing. It's called butter tea. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so that was uh, those are the things I remember from there. I remember sleeping in a bed full of lice. <gasps> yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't get much sleep that night. Um, Renee, did you get lice? Of course. No, I sprayed myself with DEET everywhere. Like, I was, like, covered in the stuff. Like, nothing could bite me. But it was like, I would feel things crawling on me. I'd be like, blah, you know, like... And, you know, in India, you know, when you live, in, when you travel in the third world, it's and you don't you don't stay in like a really nice hotel. Even if you stay at a halfway decent hotel, it's still full of bugs. You know, it's just the way they are. I just couldn't go there. Like I don't want to go. There. But it's just the way it is out there, or it was out there. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure things have probably changed. That and why much. did you choose to go there? India is like I've always wanted to visit India. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm a, like, you know, I, I, I like spirituality, I like the study of religions. Uh-huh. So, like, I went to study Hinduism, oh, yeah, um, the yogis, the yogis, you know, like, um, um, Paramahansa Yogananda, I read his books. You know, I like, uh, like, there, there, there's some um, people that are, you know, very, um, they have a very interesting outlook on life. And, uh, and, and yoga is very, is very, there's very different types of yoga. Uh-huh. A lot of people think of yoga today as, like, some kind of thing where you stretch and you like, you know, and you do some exercise. No, it's, there's also a very spiritual side to yoga that is, there's different types of it. Have you tried? And there's a very spiritual type of yoga. Transcendental meditation. Yeah, it's a religion. What is it? There's part of the, yeah, part, there, there is some, some yoga that involves transcendental meditation, things like that. And it's, uh, it's great. And I, I never got very advanced in it, but I was always interested to find out about it. You know, so I read the books, I met the people, and like, and I, and I learned their philosophy, and it was very, so it's very interesting. Are they coming to get me? That's it. I, I gave away the secret on my podcast. What secret? The one about the aliens. I'm done. Yeah, I think that was. I think the CIA. I think that was the. I think that was the Pentagon. You know what? Like the Men in Black. Yeah. There we go with the future. The guys in the black helicopters. Scary. There we go with the future. There's another one. Another another conspiracy. Oh my gosh, Renee. So you have. Sandy, we should do just one podcast <laughs> about Renee's travels. <laughs> I think we should have a six episode should be Renee's travels. Uh, if I could ask, uh, well, I would love to. I mean, I could, I could tell you a lot of really cool stories. I mean, I, I mean, I was boring somebody to death last night. Uh, I went to eat dinner after work. I like because I left work at like nine o'clock. Oh, wow. And I went, yeah. And so I stopped to eat something, and these young couples sat next to me, and I started talking to them, and I started, and I'm like, I'm like, I felt like such the old man, you know? I'm like, oh my god. Well, when I was your age, I went, to, you know, I was in Italy, and you know, and we broke into the Colosseum, and you know, and all, you know, just like, you know, things like that. I'm Yeah. In 1999, in 1999, you could break into the Colosseum, wow. and uh, nobody would really care. Really? Yeah. You know, they had the Colosseum has like these. These holes that where they used to post things into, and back in the in in the Roman days, they would put like panels into those holes. But those holes, you could use them to climb in and get over the fence. So we got in over the fence, and we would and I went with a bunch of my friends from our college, and we just spent the night there drinking in the Colosseum, like exploring the little caverns and all that stuff. Oh it was God. super cool. They didn't arrest you. No. They didn't give a crap. You know, back then the Italians were like Italy was. They didn't give a crap about anything back then. Now, now after 9 11, after, after 9 11, uh, you know, things changed a lot. Uh-huh. But, um, but Italy was a very, very free place. You could do whatever you wanted. A lot of, and when you're young, you can think you can do whatever you want. I mean, that was part of it, you know. You don't want to end up in jail. I don't think you want to give bad advice to young people about Oh, that. no, you can't do that stuff anymore. That's in the past. Yeah, that's in the past. Yeah. I think I want to point I think I'd like for me. He said that would never be. I'm not that athletic anymore. I can't make it over the wall at the Coliseum. You ever wanted to fall asleep oh for like 20 years? 
fall asleep for like 20 years and you're playing bowling with like these little uh, gnomes or elves or something and then you wake up you got a long beard and all that stuff everything like Rip Van Winkle I've suddenly gotten reinterest I've gotten reinterested in that concept that story Rip Van Winkle remember that story uh-huh. man uh, goes to sl- uh, sleeps in like the mountains and like New Amsterdam. I don't remember the story right. specifically, but I know he fell asleep for a long time. And yeah. Woke up in the future. Well, 20 years later. Yeah. His wife, dead. Ah. Yeah, and all of his loved ones have passed. No. Well, except for his daughter, who is like fully grown. Mm-hmm. That's creepy. Is that a movie or? It's a, no, it's, it's a really story. old story. It's not, it's not scary or anything. It's a really old story, like from the. How old is that? Right? Washington Irving wrote that. He's the same guy who did The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. 1700s, 1800s. Early 1800s. 1790s, I think. 1790s, late, early 1800s, yeah. I guess cryogenic. How about cryogenic? It's one of those stories that kid, they used to read to the kids before they went to bed because they had nothing else to do. How about cryogenic freezing? Oh, right now there's a lot of people that do that. Are you sure? I mean, will they actually... California. What about... Um, will they even be awakened? Well, they well, Walt, Di- Walt Disney's on ice. I hope, they wake sure about that? I hope they never wake that guy up because he's going to cry. Yeah, when he sees what they've done to his company. What they've done to his Disney, yeah, what they've done to his company. Is anti-Semitic? No. No, he's got to be completely dead. Sandy, uh, they don't even know what's going to happen when they... They don't even know they can wake them up. He just had advanced cancer and he said he wanted to get cryogenically frozen in case they ever find a, a, a cure for it. They could, and a way to unfreeze him without killing him. Really? Because you gotta figure out both. He's actually not cryogenic. Yeah, Walt Disney's not cryogenic. That's what you believe. He did die. That's what other. That's what. That's another conspiracy. (laughs) No, no, no. Walt Disney's in a cryogenic chamber. He's never. And he's dead. He's dead in the chamber. Now, can you reanimate him? Theoretically, maybe. But nobody can do that right now. If they try to dethaw him right now, he'll die. Yeah, and (laughs) it doesn't matter. The Jews are here to stay. Exactly. He'll never be able to get rid of all the Jews. He was anti-Semitic. No, eh, he, kind of he supported the Nazis. I still think he, I still think it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's no, a, no, he did. He he, he did support Hitler he in the was? beginning. He's gotta be dead. He didn't believe in wow. killing Jews. He just liked the the he, he liked the, the Nazi regime in the beginning. So he's anti-Semitic. But then he joined. But no, not, not particularly. I think I don't think it went that far. Maybe it did a little bit because you know in in in, where, in the business he was in, there were a lot of Jews, right? And so, and he didn't like them because they were all taking advantage of him. So maybe he was a little bit. But the thing, but what he really got into was after after the United States went to war against uh, against Germany, he made a bunch of propaganda videos against the Germans. So videos because the, the United States government started paying him to make the to make propaganda videos. Like he would include anti-German stuff in his cartoons, you know. Another type and of also a, like and also create and I also create. I cannot believe like I don't like him anymore if he was an anti. Like I don't like anybody who's like human racist preservation or against, of, against the race just because. I don't think he was like a Heil Hitler, you know. That, I I just think that he didn't like the Jews. No. Vanilla Sky. Remember Vanilla Sky? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that was uh, Tom Cruise was actually like he was dead, but then suddenly he like gave his life. I to did see that, and you know what? It was one of those movies that came out at a time when all those when all those weird movies were coming out. I love this thing. I love this thing. I would drink wine every single day if I had one of these. Dude, it's like your third one. It's like my fourth, but it's small. And how are you still talking? How can you still see? 
like I'm not. I weigh I weigh two hundred and sixty pounds. I can handle a glass of wine, three glasses of wine. So, but like Tom Cruise's theory, uh, like how he was frozen. I mean, like how it turns out he was dead, but then he gave his body to science, and then. Is that what the this guy was about? I thought he got injured in a car accident really badly or in some kind of accident, and his face was all messed up. He had to wear a mask around. Yeah. And then Penelope Cruz was there. Yeah. And Penelope Cruz, like, fell in love with him with his mask, but then his, his like, disgusting face was, like, too much to bear. I don't know. Well, yeah. And then it turned out he did. He was dead, but... Oh, yeah, something like that, right? It yeah, turned out he was the, yeah. dead. I was, it's, it For 150 was years, he was living in, like, a... Oh Dream or something. Duke with Mariana. It killed me. That movie was really weird. I still Wait, remember. Vanilla, Vanilla Sky. Sky. Very I don't weird. Like that. Very weird movie. Mariana. Strange yeah. concept, though. It was, but it was, I think it was too heady and too weird. It was just weird. I, I, didn't, I couldn't really get into it. Anyway, are we still recording? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No, I was just talking now at this point. I was just like, whatever. I'm already like, what, four glasses of wine in? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's all right. What? Yeah, he's still so he's he he's a heavyweight. Who me? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Start bringing out the whiskey. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Nah, I don't know about that. Not for I'm, me. I'm kidding, buddy. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm ready. I'm gonna. I, I, I gotta get up early. Super early tomorrow. How early are you talking? Uh, six. For what? Oh, work. Right. Yeah, you know that that thing that I have to do every day. Yeah. So. Well, who's looking after Jeremy? Uh, his mom tonight. Uh, no, no. Let's see if she wrote me back anyway. I asked her how he was doing, if he ate anything. She took him to the ale house. She takes him to the ale house on Tuesday because kids eat free. Oh, please. Yeah, I'm stupid. Yeah, you can just order, like, we you see, can, like, order takeout or something. I mean, why do you have to do that? He usually that? has a quesadilla. Uh, I don't think he can even chew yet. What, uh, Jeremy? Yeah. Yeah, he can chew. He just, he's just a super lazy eater. I thought I was supposed to be picky. He is picky. Yeah, Jeremy turned three to. Oh, no, October 2nd. So tell yeah. us, did you have a party? For Jeremy? Uh, well, we took him to. Yeah, we had like a million parties. We took him to tell Disney. You, you went to Disney? Yeah, yeah we took him to Disney picture? World and, uh, and like any. He, he was. He, 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 like, hung out with Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, and he had all of those character breakfasts. And all but did you stay in the hotels in Disney? Or we did. We stayed at the Art of Animation Hotel. Oh, tell us. How is that? It's super a new cool. one, Super right? cool. He was at the... No, it's super old, but he had, um... He was a, um... He, my, my son, um... I mean, we stayed in the Cars location, which is the, the movie The Cars. Yes. You know? So, yeah, so we were in the Cars... Hotel, part we of the stayed hotel. there one time. Remember something? Yeah, we did. It Super was fun, fun, and it looked. We had a room that it was a car. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Mater was there. That's where we were. Oh my god. Right in front of Tom Mater. I think we have Mater. I have a picture with Mater. What year did we go? I have no idea. Two thousand. Oh, so long ago. Yeah. You know they were just stealing the premise of Doc Hollywood. Cars. It was Doc Hollywood, but all automobiles anthropomorphic. Do you want to know what the best ride at Disney World is? What? Space Mountain? No. The ride with the Splash Mountain? No. Where you ride where you ride the little car next to Space Mountain? You know the car? Yeah, the go-karts. The go-karts. You know why? It's so it, it, it's the crappiest ride ever, right? It's so boring, right? Yeah. Yeah. Until the day you get in that car with your three-year-old son. 
and you should put him in front of the steering wheel and you say and he looks at you like I'm, sp- I'm driving this car and he's like and I'm like you drive the car and he's like and he just gets this look of like oh my god I'm so excited oh my god I get to drive are you kidding are you, are you for real I'm gonna drive this where car where is where was that at Disney uh, right next to you know where the racetrack is next yes. to um, next to Space Mountain right before yes. you get to Tomorrowland there's a racetrack. It's the most boring thing yes, if you're yes. over, like, five years old. Like, it's so stupid, right? It's like, you drive this car, and it doesn't do anything. You know, it's just basically, you know, you, you, it just, it just no, track. No, bumping the people. Yeah, right? I mean, you're not supposed to. Yeah. You know, it's not part of the ride. And it goes like... Whatever. It's kind of boring if you're if you're older, right? So I used, to, I used to think it was the stupidest ride at Disney World. And I was like, you know what? Can they just please get rid of this ride and build something cool on top of it? Like, you know, like a Tron. They're building Tron now behind it, which is Tron. super cool. But they, but they kept the race. And I know why this 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 um, ride has had such staying power. It's because I have never had more fun at Disney World in my life. And I've been to Disney World over 20 or 30 times. I don't know. I lost count. Yeah. I've been in Disney World so many times. And the most fun I've ever had at Disney World was the day I rode in that red race car with my son and put him in the car next to me and put him in the in, with the, behind yes. the wheel and he was looked at me and he was like we're going to draw I'm going to drive this how did you wait a minute how did and you then, do the pedal and then I I reached the pedal okay. he doesn't yes. care he's behind the wheel this is the coolest thing ever so he's like so he starts so we start moving forward and he starts laughing and I start laughing and we I swear to god we laughed the whole Aww. ride. It was so much fun. So, so much fun to to be in that car with him. Look look this is look at him. Look at this. This is how it was. Look. Jeremy. Look at look at Jer- look at the smile on Jeremy's face. Wow. You see that? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't And then there's Space Mountain here. I, I can touch up this photo, but that's the view from the racetrack, and there's, there's a, rainbow. a rainbow. Yeah, so it was like it was oh, an absolutely oh, stunningly nice. beautiful. El niño pequeño grande. El niño it was pequeño. stunningly beautiful, and it was such a good time. There he is driving the other car because he went on it again. I wanted to go on it again too with him. Like we did it, we did it twice because it was so much fun. It was just so incredible to be to do to be on so that. So you went in the line twice. We went twice through the line. Or did you say like, let me go back? No, no, we, we just. We just I mean, I don't know. Remember, I love that. There he is back there with my mom. There's my dad on the Dumbo ride. You mean your stepdad? My stepdad, yeah. Oh, you must have had so much fun. And then did you sing Happy Birthday? Mira lo dormido. This is how you. This is how you know you did Disney right. because ah. you're passed out. Yeah, your people are missing. Oh my God! He went, he went on. He, was, he went on the carousel, and when Itaipasau, he was tired. So when we got him off there, he didn't want to leave. There he is, right there. He didn't want to leave. He thought it was the great. He thought it was awesome too, and he started screaming. He threw the worst fit ever. He wanted. Like, I want to stay. Or what no, did you say? He did not want to leave. Yeah. So that's just the hotel. That's at the. That's at the. Uh, at that hotel. Yes. And then there's like a. There's a... Where is that? That's in Toy Story Land. Toy Story Land. Oh, we haven't been there. And I never will. Yes, I want to go there. Where is that? Those are my nieces. That is in... Uh, ¿Cómo se llama? Uh, Hollywood Studios. Studios? Hollywood Studios? These are my nieces. Oh, 
Let me see. Oh. With Donald here, he's with Donald. So you went with the whole family? Those are your yeah, nieces. Some, yeah, these are my nieces. Don't get the wrong idea, dude. Sorry, Jasmine's very pretty. And then, and, and Jasmine? Yeah, ja Jasmine is yeah, she's, 20, she's 20 something years old. This is Nadi, she's like 15. She's still really young. Mm -hmm. Um, look at that, man. Ah, I remember those. Oh, yeah. Donald. That's a, that's a chef, chef, chef Mickey. Where was the name of that? What hotel is that? Uh, this is at the Contemporary. That's Jasmine. See? She's like kind of your age, man. Dude, and she's single now. And she's single now. Dude. I didn't make a connection. <laughs> I mean, nah, I can't. Oh. She's a really sweet girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at this. Is, this is him driving into Disney. See the, see the, 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 oh, the, yeah, like, the yes. entry. That's his face when, we're, when he sees, hey, that went Disney. That's him getting a haircut. Just like right before we went to Disney. So did you have a happy birthday? Did he have yeah. a look? I mean, this was the yeah. He had a great birthday. Look at look. This was um. Look at me here with the. You see me holding the the the, the cake with, at Chef uh, Disney. Yes. And like we did happy birthday for him like a hundred times. Like we every day we were in Disney we sang him happy so birthday. He, so he's in pre-K now, right? You said. He is three. And he's in daycare still because I pulled him out of school because I wanted him to wear a mask yeah, after being exposed us. to yeah. after being exposed to COVID. And I was like, eh, I'm sorry, no. And so I, I said, you know what? He can go to daycare for another year. I'm not gonna freaking deal with this crap. Oh, and then look at him in front of the um in front of the hippie car, the hippie the hippie bus. He has one of these. Fillmore. Yes, we were there. Fillmore. Yeah. And so he's, he was oh, he was trying to get in. Know. Yeah, he loved the, the hippie car because he has one. He has the hippie bus. George Carlin was the voice of Fillmore. Oh, really? Yeah. Just That's like Cole cool. Newman was the voice of Doc. Mira lo que agarró la nariz en Mickey. Y Mickey le agarró la nariz a él también, ¿viste? Oh. Sí. Love. Isn't that cute? Sweet. And he grabs his, no, his tongue. <laughs> hey, Daisy. Oh, that's so nice. With my mom. We, were, we had a blast. They have a million more pictures. This was me and Donald and my dad, because he's like, my, I'm a big fan of Donald. Like the tough guy, you know, the angry guy. So, and there's Goofy with, with with my son. He met all of them, and he was having a blast. There's him showing me his card, his access card, even though it was a fake one, but it was whatever was the card that he had. So he thought it was the coolest thing, because everybody had one, even though it was not really a, Well, they have a bracelet now. They didn't no? do anything. Yeah, they have the bracelets, but we didn't get those. Those are, those are like 50 bucks. Oh, the bracelet is 50 bucks? Expensive, yeah. I didn't get one. We threw them to the trash. <laughs> I didn't know that. You oh, they're expensive, yeah. Unless they come with a package to the hotel you yeah. bought. See, this is this is when we were at Animal. At Animal, he he wanted the Mickey ears. He bought. He asked me. He said, "Mio, papa, mio," and I like a bottom for him. That's it. Well, Renee, that's so nice. Lots of pictures of him. I, I don't even have all the cool pictures. My mom does. You know, and my and my nieces, they have all the good pictures. Yeah, well, you got this idea. Like, I just can't, I just love the fact that you're a proud father of a yes. three-year-old boy. Very and, like, you will love him. You will care for him. You that's will all I've ever wanted. I wanted to have a kid. I was just looking for the white girl forever, and she never came along. So, what do you mean? I never got the right girl. So. Well, yes, you have the right son. I do have the right son. That's uh, good. Your son needs to have the right. But it's nice to have a nice. It would be nice to have a you know like a you know the proper role model. Yeah, to have a girl, mentor, a woman that was a good mother. You know, I never but brought this up. We never talked about your godfather. Mm -hmm. Your godfather passed away. Yeah, we're talking about his. Uh, he had a, a 
you, he said you forgot your godfather was like your uh yeah great relationship with him yeah he was he was uh he's pretty much i mean he was a father i never i didn't have you know when my dad wasn't around he took care of me I mean, he's the whole reason i was able to visit uh india and uh you know in in, in italy and spend time abroad because See? he would he paid for my you know my trip when i needed money he would give me money yeah, wait, so the guy that I just saw, that was not your real father, that was your stepfather? That's my stepdad, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, a, been, he's been around for like 25 years. And he's had a he's had good relationships with his stepfather and his godfather, and uh, you when he passed away, you had a, fu- like a funeral, and funeral you played some of his favorite songs. Yeah, that's true. We still have that playlist. What did you play? Uh, you played Danger? Oh, Johnny Cash, he really likes it. Oh, which Johnny Cash? Uh, you know, like that Folsom Prison. There's a whole, uh, there's a bunch of songs on there that he really liked. Did he put Hurt? The Man Comes Around? Uh, not really. He wasn't really a fan. That, that, that was that's a newer song. He really liked. Uh, he liked Johnny Cash. His old. Uh, I mean, the, the Life of Folsom Prison was one of his favorite albums. Also, one of my favorite albums. So, um, I'm a big fan of Johnny Cash. Just as a, you know, from the, from that album. It's like that's my one of my favorite albums. Is Life of Folsom Prison. Mm-hmm. It's like it's great. And, um, you know, I, I still, like, and in my, I mean, my godfather was in prison for five years, so I had to go visit him. They, um, he was, uh, he, he was, he used to grow plants down in, um, Homestead, mm. you know, um, he grew plants, like, and, uh, and he got arrested, but, but he didn't get, a, he, he got arrested because somebody tried to break into his house and, um, and take his plants and kill him, and so, like, and so he shot some fires and, Shot them to the air to scare yeah. them away, you know, and um, and the people ran away, but the neighbors called the cops. Cops came over, found them, so they armed trafficking. Five years. What? Yeah, armed trafficking. So, oh, so he, so he got put away for five years. I mean, they don't be able, yeah, oh. you know, and so he, so whatever. It was, it was a really bad time for us, but we went to visit him all the time, oh. and you know, and it was a, uh, you know, and, and and I was, you know, and he always like loved the fact that we went to go visit him and all that. And then when we went, then when he got out of prison, he went and lived in our house. You know, in a little efficiency that we built yeah. up the garage. And, uh, you know, and he was, he was there until the day he died, you know. And, um, and he, he was happy, you know. So, you know, he, he grew up around. He got to see my son a lot. He said that he was so happy that he got to have a lot of time with my son because he didn't get to, he didn't have that experience when he was, when he was, um, when his kids were little. Yes. Because he was on the street making money. Yeah. You know, hustling, you know, doing, he was a farmer. But he was also, you know, doing the other farming. Farmer from you know? Cuba? Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, he grew up, I mean, he grew up on a finca uh, in Morocamahue, which was like, uh, you know, my, um, my, um, uh, my grandfather had uh, five different farms. Uh, in Cuba? In Cuba, in, in, in Morocamahue. Okay. So, yeah, like, he had five farms, and then, and so my, and he was a real-life cowboy, you know. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, yeah, like, um, rode a, like, rode a horse all day, hat. Revolver on the side, you know, um, basically like uh, you know, just uh, helped. Um, you know, he was a really, really interesting dude. You know, my grandfather never met him. Passed away from pancreatic cancer in 1966. Is that grandfather? My grandfather. Oh. So his father, my godfather's father. Uh-huh. So um, then you know, so he came here um, when after Castro took over and brought over the whole family, and uh, you know he had to. He, he struggled a lot. He really, he was, um, he's he, the reason. But, he came but his kids are, his kids are a doctor, an engineer from Georgia Tech, and a, uh, and, 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 she, and uh, someone who works for UM, 
um, at the like one of the highest levels of administration. Yeah. So his kids are all well, very well off, you know. Good. And he did, and he did very good with them, and they're all good kids, you know. I mean, my, I mean, his his son, um, Vincent, was my um, my ex's um, OB, OBGYN, <laughs> so he gave birth to my son. Oh. You know, and so like uh, I have so video, I have the close up video of him of, of my son being born, oh. and my 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 cousin working. Getting him out like this, and here, here your son's born. Aww. You know what the girl He's like, your son's already out, he told me, like, in 10 seconds. He's like, he's, like, he's the best. Aww. The best surgeon. Aww. He's amazing, my, my, my cousin. Aww. Anyway, all right, are we done? Yes. Oh, I just uh, wanted to Thanks. point out, uh, you described your, your godfather as, like, Bill Murray's character in St. Vincent. Yes. Except not, a, a, dege- yes, not a degenerate. No, it's like, it's like, you don't see the good that a lot of people do. You, you're very easily, people are very easily affected by how you're treated, how people treat you, how, um, you know, how, you know, if people are abrasive or they're not kind to you right off the bat, mm-hmm. there's a reason for all that usually, you know, people who are tough. You know, they're tough for a reason. Mm-hmm. They're hiding inside of themselves a very soft core, which is, which is, which is, what, like, they're afraid of showing, you know? So, and, and that's, that, that was, a, that's, a, that's the same, that everybody who I have ever met mm-hmm. who was like that, I gravitate to immediately. Mm-hmm. People who are, who are, in a, who are um, abrasive or tough exterior, or like, or just don't, you know, they don't, they, they, I love those people. Those are my favorite people. And it's because I know those people. I've known them my whole life. They were hard ass, tough as nails, but tough they as nails, had but a inside, heart. But inside, if you were just, if you just dig below the surface, they are the most, usually they're the most caring, deepest feeling people in the world. Mm-hmm. Will do it for you. You know, if you give them the time, if, they, if you help, if you, if you, if you, you know, try to get on their level mm-hmm. you know because not everybody does that that wall they put up is is there for a reason but if you ignore it and you just bust it anyway they might resent you at first but later on it can't, like they're it's amazing how not only do you they, they end up teaching you something very deep usually mm-hmm. and i've and some of my best relationships in my life have always been with people who were hard to get to your godfather friends yeah, my godfather was a very tough cookie he was a tough guy tough tough as nails man, man a man's man like mm-hmm. you know don't but yet the like the he was a man of a bear most amazing if he had a, a bear of if, a man if you were sitting in a cave and you had a cracker and you had a cracker and you didn't have a cracker and that was it, and that's all he guys had. He would give you half his cracker. That's the way he was. That's the way I, he was described to me by my father, my real father, mm-hmm. described me to him that way because he came from Cuba with him. Oh. And so he knows that my godfather's generosity knows no bounds. Mm-hmm. Like he will give, he will go, he will eat nothing so that you will eat. That's you know, nice. like he will, like the, the, that kind of, you know, he was that kind of a giving, kind of selfless individual, you know? Well, that's nice. And everybody got to see that. A real real man is someone who spends time with his Well, let's end that with that happy note. When he said, when I compared it to like Vito dying in in The Godfather, when he died playing with his grandson, 
he had a heart attack in the garden because, yes, but he died playing with his grandson. That was a very and you said ending. your grand, your godfather had a heart att- his heart attack in his car instead of in the house because he didn't want his daughter to see him die. Yeah, he was he he, he pulled he pulled into he was going to see my um my 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 cousin uh-huh. and his daughter and he was just he was going to go visit, visit mm-hmm. but he felt I guess he felt because he uh, you know he yeah. had a heart attack he was feeling like he was going to die. So instead of so instead of like instead of kind of stopping and going into the house, he decided to went through the driveway. They have it on camera. Went through the driveway, pulled out, and then died and hit the side of a of a, of a wall, like at going like going like like two miles an hour. You know, like he made no damage to anything. He just hit a wall, and he said, and he died there. You know, like you know, one second to the next. That was a wheel maker. That's the way he said, that's the way that he said he wanted to go anyway. He was like, I just hope it's over one day and that's it. And yes, that's he didn't have to spend any time in the hospital. And he was good. You know, he only had a heart attack when he was 42. He had a triple bypass. Wow. 42. That's crazy. In 1987. And he lasted until... And he's still, yeah, he was on, talk about being on borrowed time. Yeah. That's a guy who lived another 40 years and was, you know, and, and, and you know... That's incredible yeah. because at that time... God is great. Yeah. The fact that that man was still alive wow. for that long. So let's end it up with a uh, happy note. And I just wanted to just wanted to point one more thing. You had, Today's the 25th, and 25 years ago, uh, comedy legend Chris Farley made his last appearance on oh, SNL. Yeah. Oh. And he was... You could tell his health was deteriorating because his, his skin was all white, flush... His voice was like so hoarse and all that stuff. You're like, from all the parties. Well, I different. Well, Mac Foley and like, and that's something. I, Renee was on in Chicago the day Chris Farley died. Yeah, I was across the street when he when when the cops the John Hancock showed up. Hi, Renee. Where haven't you been? Okay, that's another story. Let's wrap it up and say. Thank you, well, Renee. at least, well, I guess we could say, I hope Chris Farley's in heaven. Thank you, Renee, sure for the fifth time of being on the You think, I should, you think I, we should see Adam Sandler live or have right, seen bye. enough? Thank you, guys. It was a pleasure being here. Oh, I yeah. love coming mm-hmm. for the podcast. You know, Renee, I think this is the longest we've ever done. Right. It probably is, yeah, an hour and a half or something. it was like... And I got, but that's the way I always hey, am. Conspiracy theory. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I want to know more. I want to do a podcast with Renee about conspiracy theories. <laughs> and another one. Preparate. Okay. You want to hear some really want, crazy ones? Oh, that that's one. right. And right, then right. I want to do another one about your trips. Oh my goodness. Of a uh, 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 thing came in. <laughs> but what is it? Uh, uh, they get to moss. That's not a cockroach. <laughs> it's not a cockroach. Get it out of here. It's a beetle. Crush it.
something fell. That was uh, the stand for the my phone. Just fell to the floor. Hope my phone's okay. Nothing broke. Hopefully. Uh, anywho, uh, I hope you were able to survive all that. He's a great guy. He's like Dan Aykroyd's uh, born with the needle or whatever that needle is that uh, that can make him talk a mile a minute. Oh, phonograph needle. Yeah, he must have been injected with the phonograph needle when he was born. So, um, man, hope thanks for uh, you'll always be the best guest friend that I've ever uh, I can ever have a chat till all hours, maybe till infinity. And uh, sorry, you. Uh, Roastmaster General, thanks. Uh, glad we got to enjoy him. And uh, <sighs> for the second time, and from this is make what, my way to make it up to you for missing out on Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, a little something. I'm a little signing off with uh, how I think, like, I also think your relationship with your godfather was like uh, Chaz Palminteri with the, with, uh, the kid from A Bronx Tale. Yeah. And uh, here's a little something. If you know it, from a, I think it's a great film with a great, uh, powerful bonds connection and all that stuff. So thanks, and uh, for listening and maybe surviving and whatnot. So here we go. Thanks, Ren. You're the man. Stay.